Welcome to Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, hosted by me, Mark David Christensen. And me, Kate Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. But we got a special guest, Kate. You're damn right. We got comedian and writer and actor and just great all-around person, Luke Field. Joining us today. Hello. Also <laughs> half demon. Yeah. Oh, you're a half demon. Uh-huh. How's that? How is that? Are you tempted by Minnie to like follow your demonic destiny? Oh, all the time. Whoa. I have to like keep keep it at bay, you know. That's yeah. why you do comedy? It you're is. A de- There's no the comedy in struggle. hell. <laughs> <laughs> comedy in hell is just getting whipped all the time when the lava bath. Wow. <laughs> That's comedy? Lava. Yeah. <laughs> The devils are always laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, Luke. Thank yeah. you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself for our listeners that might uh, be the first time ever being introduced to you. Your like your relationship with comic books in a general sense. Oh, sure. As well. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm from Philadelphia. I actually have known Kate for her probably almost ten years at this yeah, point. Uh, we started doing comedy together in, in Philly, and then. I moved to New York and all of my friends moved to Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) All a bunch of traitors. We finally broke him down and forced him to come here. Forced me. Could just see the size of apartments for the money and the. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I've been, I started doing comedy in Philadelphia and was doing it in New York. Now I do it here. Uh, Should I say more about what I I write write at College Humor. I work at College Humor. So I. I, uh, I, any, any video you see that has, uh, a bag of chips or, or some mints in it, that's probably, <laughs> I probably worked that's on That's your it. staple is chips and uh, mints? Branded specifically content. branded content. Oh, branded yeah. content. I see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I, I got into comic books, uh, as a kid. I probably, the, uh, the X-Men comic series. That was the thing that like opened the door for like me. the Lee like era that ninety big nineties yeah, era yeah the yes uh, Chris Claremont was Claremont like, great yeah okay and then when the comic like the cartoon was on on the TV on Saturday mornings yeah the uh, X Men cartoon um so yeah I was a big so almost like entirely Marvel fan but I I've read I read like the first four trades of Hellboy great got through those uh, I'm also like a, just a big Horror movie and heavy metal maniac, as you can tell by my shirt. <laughs> yeah, I, love I currently it. have a shirt that has someone getting run over by a truck on it. <laughs> yeah, it's really this, out there. According to what's to the Luke? name of the band? They're they're called Exhumed. They're gore metal. Uh, <laughs> that's their self proclaimed subgenre of heavy metal. Luke that's says this is their tamest shirt. That's your tamest shirt. This that's is, Exhumed. This is tamest shirt. What's the shirt that ex- like? Okay, so I'm assuming Exhumed is one of your favorite bands. I, I do like Exhumed quite okay. a bit. Yes. What's the shirt that you wouldn't wear? Well, we were just having this conversation. <laughs> There's a shirt, uh, one of their newer shirts has a uh, a doctor, but this doctor, he's crazy. <laughs> he's doing uh, illegal yeah. surgeries. He's doing all of his stuff. And he's holding up a... a uh, a bloody disembodied head uh, looking right down the barrel of the camera, kind of like at the <laughs> shirt viewer, the shirt viewer, the shirt viewer, yeah. the shirt viewer, the person yeah. taking We're the shirt of shirts. Yeah. Just spitting on the hypocritical. Uh-huh. So every time I get a new shirt, I have to think about if I wore this in front of my parents, would I be asked to leave? And so this one actually. Luke, please I, I turn tr- your shirt inside out. Please and come back. put on a sweater. Put on a couple of sweaters. Yeah. They don't get bury it. Bury a hole in the yard and bury the mm-hmm. shirt. 
They don't bury get it. a hole. So that would be the point. <laughs> that I think severed so. head. Yeah. So and that is there. Like, there's nothing crazier than that. That's there. It's I just mean, like violent as shit. For like, sure. I just want to know, like, yeah. if the one we're looking at is tame. <sighs> yeah. With this this uh, body part stuck in a, the grill of a big <laughs> yeah. semi, you know, blood everywhere. I'm like, what? the head severing doesn't seem that seems tamer to me for some reason. You know what? Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're 100% right, and I'm rethinking all of my choices. I mean, both of them <laughs> no, no, are pretty yeah. brutal. All my choices. I'm going back to church. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that, did I answer the question? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. I haven't read comic books in a while. Yeah, totally. The only comic books I have been re- reading recently is Elvira's, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark has a new comic out oh. on Dynamite, uh, where she's traveling... It's such an absurd premise, but she's traveling through time and meeting like Vlad the Impaler and Edgar Allan Poe and things like that. So that's great. What, really what are her interactions with them? Is it like an interview? <laughs> like what is the. Yeah. So she's Elvira. She's she's she gets sucked into their world as if they really exist and then um, has to sort of like fight them back. You okay. Know I mean? The Edgar Allan Poe one is like her interacting with him, but also the, his world, like the things he's created are real quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two, two issues in it's, it's like peak Elvira humor, like everything you, you love about Elvira. I don't I know. I do. I will admit, I don't know much about Elvira. I know Elvira, of course, mm-hmm. but I've never really, if you were to be like, if you're like, hey, Dave, right now you need to do like, like say one thing that would be like Elvira would say, I'd be like, I don't know. You sure. gotta watch Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. They're like her movie is uh-huh. really so great. Yeah. It's, I, she is uh, like my hero. A hundred percent. Because wow. like us, she was, she was just a comedian. She was just doing groundlings at the same time that like Phil Hartman and Paul Rubens were there and went on like a local TV commercial and within two weeks was on a nationally syndicated television (laughs) show. She just played her character Elvira and it just blew up off of that. Cassandra Peters. Cassandra Peterson is her name. Yeah. She had like a Valley girl character that they're like, well, we'll just make her a vamp kind of in the, in the vein of like Vampira or Morticia Adams. And then she just exploded. Right. Wow. And her, I think I, I don't know. I get really philosophical about it, but I got to meet her one time last year. We went to not scary farm and saw our last performance and I almost cried. <laughs> it was amazing. really incredible. Yeah. Like, I think what is the coolest about her is that she's like, even in her live show, she just makes fun of like buttoned up, stick up their butt, normal people or whatever. <laughs> like people like, like homeowners association, like church picnic yeah. kind of gathering, like very like people who, are just nice, like like people who are uh, on the surface nice and sure. right. meanwhile very judgmental and yeah. bad. And she's great at making fun of them, and it's so funny. Yeah. Her humor is very self-deprecating. I think yeah. she's sometimes boiled down into like a sex object, which she very clearly is. But right. she has self-awareness to the point where like she uses that as a weapon and and – She's dangerous as well. You know, she's yeah, got a knife totally. on her belt. Yeah. You know, she's ready to stab. <laughs> Such cool. a badass. Yeah. It's she's, so funny. Everything about her is great. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Also, did you read Hellboy when you were a kid? No. I, yeah, let, yeah. Let's take that right into there. We want to know your relationship with Hellboy. 
and like, and what you've read and like, sure. what do you like about them? And so yeah, yeah. Off of that question, take that in. Cause you said you had read the first four trades. First four trades. Yeah. I think I didn't start reading Hellboy until after the first movie. Like that was a it lot of people even, were introduced. That yeah, way. yeah. It wasn't even on my radar. A lot of like indie comics and stuff weren't really on um, Cause I was just, as a kid, really into the superhero stuff, yeah. Marvel specifically. It wasn't until I got into like even college. I guess when did the first movie come out? Oh five or oh four? I think or around like there. I'd have to double check. But yeah, somewhere around there. So when I was when I was in Not college, even earlier than that. Two uh, thousand, definitely after the first X Men. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That was like the the key that opened the door. Yeah, it really was. Um, so I think that's when I started getting into more like exploring. Because it didn't, it wouldn't even. I didn't even think about it. It's like, oh, I love horror movies. Are there horror comics or like anything like that? Yeah. Which is interesting because the history of comic books as we know it right now are, are dominated by superheroes in general, right? Right. Indie indie comics have like had a resurgence, so you have like more dramatic stuff that kind of get takes. Like you have your mouse, or there's other ones I can't. I'm not thinking off the top of my head, but they're not superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. But the history started in horror. Exactly, the EC stuff, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's like where I think com- a lot of comic books started before even superheroes was, hey, it's like a dirty, not even dirty, it's just horrific things For sure. that people are drawing, yeah. scary stories. And so kind of tied to the t-shirt, you know, like <laughs> when I was a kid, my entire like media consumption was uh, defined by how much I could get away with, with my parents. Right. Cause mm-hmm. my, they were pretty straight laced Catholic, uh, and, and monitored that kind of stuff. So anything with explicit lyrics, any kind of like horror movie stuff, it was always very taboo. So I think I would try to push the envelope where I could. And I was able to do it with music and movies, but kind of fell off with the comics. Um, so yeah, when I was got into college, I started seeing like getting out into the world of indie comics, uh, Hellboy, The Goon was another one I yeah. absolutely yeah, loved, uh, Transmetropolitan. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of like the era. So I was like into my early 20s probably by the time I'd read it um, and had enough disposable income to, yeah, like to be buying. start consuming this yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. So and what I, were your thoughts when you picked up Hellboy? I really liked it a lot. Um, I... I think with a lot of the comics, the art is the thing that grabs me and uh, Mignola, right? He's the mm-hmm. Mignola. Excuse me. Well, oh we, my God. We, we, for a whole we spent an entire season. season. <laughs> <laughs> you, let's just say that's why we have listeners. Uh, they wanted to put us in our play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just people who want to say that we're wrong. Mignola. 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 Yeah. I'll never get it wrong again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but he, his art style is entirely unique. It's like nothing you'd ever see in, in any Marvel comic, any mainstream comic. Um, and like how sim- simple the colors are and the design. Um, and then just like the story is like this guy from hell, this it's a yeah. damn demon. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's coming out and he's being a good guy and yeah. like fighting Nazis. Just being like and, a nice detective. Yeah. 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 And a lot of the, the Lovecraftian elements of it too. Like it, it checked off all these boxes and I was just like, <laughs> how did I never see this before? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, I think it's, it's great. And I've just have been, uh, a poor, not poor in money, but like just a bad follow up. I never followed up with like con- con- continuing it, but 
I mean, there's now just I so will. much to right, it, man. you know. Like, You're too busy getting exhumed fucking tickets. I gotta go see <laughs> a <laughs> guy <laughs> spill blood all over the front row of an audience. You know, <laughs> that's what I gotta go see. Yeah, you gotta prioritize stuff. Yeah. Sometimes. Now mm-hmm. with well, you got hoopla now, right? I just I'm a big advocate for hoopla ooh, on this. Yeah, thing. get that hoopla. I mean, yeah. getting all that signed up for and everything is going to change the game. Honestly, yeah, it's fantastic. Like, yeah. especially there's so much good comic book content like no one could afford to just go buy it yeah and i was i was that guy like there was a time from college from college until after college i was living at home it was a real dark place (laughs) (laughs) but i was the guy i would every every week i was going to the i was buying like 10 to 20 books i got like tons of long boxes at my parents house that like they keep bugging me to get rid of. And I, <laughs> it takes up so much space. Yeah, I can't cut that cord yeah. from my brain. Um, and it, it just became too expensive. It's yeah. like prohibitive for a lot of people. For sure. Yeah. So it's great that they're free now. Yeah, I agree. And well, yeah. I'm definitely like, I still buy, I've kind of come, come back around buying comics myself. I had to cut down on trades. Now I'm like, you can only get hardbacks on stuff I love. Yeah. That's my yeah. kind of half the way I, I treat myself. Speaking Ooh. of special treats, I got oh, a special no. treat for you. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Check this out. Another gift? Yeah. Oh, boy. I hope I don't <laughs> cry again. This is part two of my gift. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Uh, for the listeners, I'm opening, I'm pulling, which clearly is an issue of a comic book that I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. From a U.S. Postal envelope. Yeah, it's not like a package with air holes I'm in it. Flipping it, it over like now obvious. to see what issue or comic <laughs> this is that is coming my way. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> this is beautiful. I'm trying not to cry in front of Luke no. since I met him today. <laughs> Embrace um, those to tears. To our audience, uh, Kate has gifted me once again with an issue of the original Hellboy, <gasps> Seed of Destruction. This is issue three of four. Whoa. I'm slowly and chipping away these issues. Uh, <laughs> this is a brilliant cover, by the way. Yeah. I don't know where you found this, but damn, the colors are... St- whoever took care-, took care of this, I think, because this cover is... Look at the colors of that. Yeah. Oh damn. It's in it's in great shape. And it was just I mean, you know, they're they're around. You just gotta like do a little poking and stuff. This is and be amazing. Like, I, I've never like done eBay in a way that, you know, like you see on fucking commercials and shit for eBay where you're like waiting and clicking mm-hmm. until this for like these things. I've been like I don't know, just like Clicking away ra- like rap rapidly as it's going. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, like you, clock's ticking down. You're working down. too hard for me. It's yeah. constant uh, refresh. Hey, that's amazing. Look at for I mean, bringing Hellboy really into my life, awesome. dude. Oh, you're welcome, yeah. man. I love it. I mean, um, I had seen like I had seen the movies and stuff too, but I never got into the comics myself either until Dave like yeah. asked, like, "Do I know anybody who likes this?" So yeah, and I'm lucky to have Kate. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you is... asked the right person who's willing to. Go on eBay. Yeah, I'm not willing. It's a hell. It's a, <laughs> I'll buy you something new. Uh, <laughs> and I, oh, I, the sad thing about it, I'm realizing right now, is that the listeners won't hear. I can't share this with our listeners until this comes out. Oh yeah, which will that's be right. quite a while it. from when we're recording. Mm-hmm. You have to contain it. Just contain it. Well, who knows what will come your way in the meantime. We'll see. Look at that Lovecraftian beast behind. Oh, it's, it's a really yes. good one. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, that was in that was in like some of the the I, that one's certainly in. You definitely you've you read definitely read this, this from years ago. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, 
Ungarama, I believe is what that creature is called. Mm. Probably pronouncing it incorrectly. That's our theme here. That's our whole deal. <laughs> uh, uh, just so I can bask in this gift, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> yes. Uh, when we return, along with our guests, we're going to jump right into Goodbye, Mr. Todd. Thank you. Hi, I'm Sunny Hots. Listen to my new show, Mystery Solver, where we solve the mysteries in my crazy life. I know what you're thinking. Another formulaic podcast ad. But... What if there was a mystery to solve in this very promo? Sonny, we don't have time for that. Just tell them to subscribe wherever they get their podcast. Oh, shoot. Well, I, the solution was I don't remember stealing her car because I was sleepwalking. Welcome back to Oh Crap, a Hellboy podcast with me, Kay Thompson. And me, Mark David Christensen. And our wonderful, beautiful guest, Luke Field. I am beautiful. <laughs> He's you beautiful. are. He's radiating light. <laughs> um, and yeah, so the story we're going to talk about today is Goodbye, Mr. Todd which was, of course, written and illustrated by Mike Vignola, colored by Dave Stewart, and lettered by Pat Brousseau, edited by Scott Alley, and was originally published in Gary Gianni's Monster Men um, in August 1999. 99? Yeah. It's crazy. crazy to think how far away that is now. I know. We're 100 years old. I still think, like, oh, it's 2005. Old. Like, we're fine. If 2000 was five years ago, and that's and that's how we're going. But no, we're... It's almost 20 years old. Every day we're deteriorating yeah. a little bit more. And, and I, then- can, yeah, I can definitely <laughs> feel that. <laughs> and then um, in this, uh, well, at least in the Hoopla edition, there's like this little, br- he does like those little story yeah, breakdowns where he kind of this- talks about each one. And this one, he kind of mentions that he was thinking about a Hellboy miniseries that didn't go anywhere, but he liked the opening sequence and it turned into this story into Goodbye, Mr. Todd. Um, and, he should, like just kind of talks about his continuing fascination with H.P. Lovecraft monsters, which is like evident in every issue to some degree. I think. Yeah, and in his first and in Sea Destruction, it was literally dedicated to H.P. Yeah, Lovecraft. Yeah, and like completely, uh, you can see why. Just all of his little cool tentacles and everything. And then he was thinking about like ectoplasm, uh, like talking about how he was going to have an ectoplasm guy. In his like, it was like in his thoughts when he was making Hellboy, uh, but it never kind of happened. So, anyways, I was rereading this today. Yeah, um, at work, <laughs> got away with it. Um, Stick it to the man. Badass. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, comic books come before money. That's right. <laughs> um, ectoplasm. I was like, what is it actually? And I didn't look it up. And now I'm like, do either of you know or do I do I need to wiki this while we're I, on mic? Because I was like, what is it actually? I'm almost 100% positive it's ghost's blood. It's like ghost goo. <laughs> it's like there. It's like, yeah. it's it. like it, it makes me think of the second Ghostbusters movie or something. That's, I always associate with Ghostbusters when yeah. I hear ectoplasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm so, looking right here. It's just a supernatural viscous substance that's supposed to exude from the body of a medium during the spiritualistic trance and form of the material for manifestation of spirits. Oh, just that? Okay. That's all it is. So they call it slime in some sense in yeah, Ghostbusters like a, 2. Yeah. They like generalize it in Ghostbusters 2 to slime, right? Wasn't that what the river of slime would be? It would be ectoplasm? Yeah, I didn't realize that it was something yes. that came out of a medium when they... I don't know. Yeah. Well, I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't either. Or I don't know if that's something... We'll get to it. Maybe that's just what Mignola decided. I mean, too. that's what that's according to, oh, to really? the dictionary Ooh. on Google. <laughs> so when they work their <laughs> when they do their mediums, does that mean like you remember when they had that show on TV briefly where they had like that medium? 
That he was with like the a, audience, and he would like make yeah, people guess. like oh, Oprah yeah. or one of those like, shows brought him to the somebody... nation's attention, and then he got his own show briefly. Yeah. Do you think he was by the end of each like episode they had to like, or on commercial breaks they had to wipe him down? Yeah. From like, he, he gets really he gets really sweaty. We always think he's just really sweaty. It's like yeah. no, he's covered in ghost blood. Yeah, that's what he's covered in. Just slipping around that studio. <laughs> <laughs> Let's clean him up for the next one. It's yeah. pretty um, gross, man. Yeah, it is actually very gross. That's it's crazy. just to have something tangible for like charlatans to be like, oh, I'm I got this goo on me though. Like to I don't know, just something to show. Yeah, that makes sense. Whoever they're trying to convince that they're bringing a spirit forward that something's yeah. happening. That's why in the first Ghostbusters, it's uh, like it definitely works in the very first one. When they go in the library after the woman sees it in the basement with the archives and they go back and there's like, it's all slimy on the, yeah, on the, um, the Dewey Decimal uh, mm-hmm. things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what those are. Like. Oh, also yeah. in Skyrim, when you kill a ghost, you, the like thing that you loot is ectoplasm. Ooh. Ghost blood. Ghost blood. <laughs> ghost blood. <laughs> I like, I think that's canon I think your though. definition is, yeah, I think it's pretty Yeah, it nailed it. Dead on. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we'll just jump right in. Goodbye, yeah, Mr. Todd. Starting with a little title um, panel with a skull. Yeah. And then we go to an outside uh, panel, which is like, I love that there, he, it's windy. I love when you can like really um, put forth, like show me um, weather. It sounds in, dumb. Yeah, in one it panel. It sounds dumb saying that, but in this one panel, I'm like, oh, it's a windy day in yeah, Portland. Yeah, he gets it across really quickly. Like, it's a super, it's pretty graphic for him, like, as far as, like, there's not a ton of detail, and it's just simple and gets the gets the feeling across right mm-hmm. away. It's and okay. I also love how the first thing he says is, what an awful place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Portland. Portland, wow. 1979, what an awful place. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> terrible trash flying everywhere mm-hmm. like just debris in the wind was portland once i just have a question if anybody knows this is portland once like a place that people didn't really want to go to wasn't it like an old of... new york how like new york once was like yeah. oh scary in the 80s kind of thing. yeah oh like dangerous or something yeah because this is what i because the only reason i asked that is his comment of course and in that same first panel with hell the first pa- panel with hellboy like there's like a car that's a for sale sign, but it looks like kind of like the car that you'd like just, it's like, doesn't even drive. And it's mm-hmm. like, eh, just put a for sale sign on it. So that gives me the feeling that it's like, not like what it is now. Sure. Like it's not a thriving metropolis. Probably. I mean, every, you know, I, I mean, New York specifically had that sort of crackdown on crime, which just meant crackdown on Black people. Yeah. Uh, right. But like, I don't know if Portland had the same thing or if it's always been the Emerald City for hipsters or, that's you know, true. like what kind of, just like, that's how it popped up. That reminds right. me of, I was listening to this podcast about uh, uh, Ridiculous History about how like the state of Oregon was once kind of like people were kind of pushing for it to be this white supremacist haven. Oh, God. Like Ooh. they were like. I mean, that makes sense with, did you guys yeah. see Green Room? Yes. Yeah. That totally makes sense. That Does that why take that, place in Portland? I do believe it is up in that it's area. It's the Pacific. Yeah. Pacific yeah. Because they go into yeah. the woods into that. Great what, movie, by the way. And wasn't there, they had the, I, I may be getting this wrong too, but there was a story a couple years ago where like these white gun owners basically took over a state park. I thought oh, this was yeah, in Portland. Oh yeah, they like occupied, it was, it was like Oregon. an armed occupation. I feel like yeah. it was in Oregon. You're thinking yeah. right. And it was just these, I guess, and you know, 
I grew up, grew up in Pennsylvania, so I did Kate. And it's like anything outside of Pennsyl- uh, Philadelphia or Pittsburgh is as red as you can get. Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe the Oregon as a state is the same thing where like, it's just like Portland is their hub of yeah blue. And then you have people taking over. Totally. Yeah. But yeah. then I just want to really quick, I think I might've jumped the gun on the Oregon thing because I realized later on this issue, they talk about Mr. Todd being pretty much no poor because he gets caught lying. Yeah. So it could oh, be yeah. the first sign of showing actually that he's in a desperate situation that he has a car for sale. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on, we go to the next panel. Yeah. It shows like a poster um, of the amazing Todd. It's interesting that it's spelled with one D. I've never seen it until this spelled that way. Um, seance. So it's like a cool, all like poster with bats and ghouls behind this. Yeah. It looks like a very corny, like sixties horror movie poster. Yeah. Yeah. Like house on the haunted hill. They got bats and skeletons. And of course this guy, you know, of course that's what this guy's thing looks like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He didn't really pay a graphic designer a lot Mm. to do it. Yeah. (laughs) And then it has like this cool little panel zoomed in on this woman holding a skull. As Hellboy, right before that close up on like or a medium on his face, something something tells me this isn't gonna be gonna be too good. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's used to it. This is crazy because this is 1979. Long this is far before we meet him in the in the first storyline. Yeah, and it's like I love going this far back and we're like seeing him see the shit he sees. And even in 79, he's like, I've seen some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he's like, let's see, he's walking in. I love this little kind of like back of this building that he's walking into. Yeah, it's like a. Th- it feels like he's in the back of a theater. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like the, it reminds me of the Schubert Theater that we used to do comedy at in Philadelphia. Oh my a little God. Bit. I'm just kind I of saw, a little rundown. <laughs> I saw a rat in this theater where we used to perform it. His tail was longer than my forearm. It was just like... It was insane. It was so big. In you, a pile of ugh. of chopped wood in the basement for no reason whatsoever. That's like where the green room was for this theater. Oof. It was like super tiny. And there would always like uh, a friend of mine would brought in donuts there one time and like a rat ate a hole in the bottom of the bag and ate the don't like started eating the donuts before anybody even got, got a chance them. to try. Oh, like, no. They're bulls. They come out place. in the light. It's, they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's rats. That's why we called them. They don't that. give a shit. Yeah. So that's I, kind of the vibe I'm getting. Is that from rat these in proportion though? Or do I because I kinda like the way you described it, I feel bad for the rat because it feels like he has a normal rat body and then an extra long extra leg. long tail. Long tail, yeah. <laughs> it's a real burden for yeah. him. You know? yeah, just walking around. He's a real freak. <laughs> has no friends. Oh, <laughs> gets all the rat. donuts he wants though. <laughs> all right. But then Hellboy is calling out for somebody. He's like, Hello, Marianne on Glossic. Glossic, I'm assuming is how you pronounce that. And is is that you? And then so a woman comes down from the st- um, down from the stairs above him, and she's like, "I don't think I can go back up there." And he's like, "Miss, no, no, I mean, I mean it, Miss. Relax. We're all gonna get we're all gonna get this worked out yeah. again." Hellboy, don't jump to we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, it does remind <laughs> me of like he has the attitude of an '80s cop, like in movies. Whenever you see like uh, in a horror movie, these cops are just like, "Hey, cool it." Cool your jets, let's go. Yeah, like yeah. he just has that kind of like what now kind of thing. Yeah, he's yeah. sort of like yeah. a grizzled, getting too old for this shit kind of a thing. 
Um, yeah, and she's kind of talking about how he was just like totally fine and then stuff, you know, he got a little in over his head and you kind of see this like this pretty gnarly looking, decrepit looking hand in yeah. that bottom right panel. And then um, she's just kind of explaining to him, to Hellboy, you know, many years ago, he was this great medium and he's like, oh, yeah, I saw his act once or like, you know, Hellboy's still kind of like, you know, he's seen everything kind of. I thing. read his file. Yeah, I read his yeah, file. Yeah, but called. it's like it's not disbelief. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I get it. He's taking it all in stride here. And then, yeah, you get like this cool. I love the I, So this is ectoplasm at its finest, I guess, yeah. coming out of his nose and mouth and just like forming this kind of aura around him. And then the ghost emerging from that. That's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, it's a great four panel progression of from just him. It's close on the nostrils and mouth of it coming out. And then it just sort of figureless. And then it becomes that creepy figure. Yeah. And it just says, who has questions for the dead? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is very spooky. <laughs> like I it. like it. <laughs> and she's, and she's caressing him. Like her hand is like on his chest. Kind of like, yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to. <laughs> she's in control. Yeah. <laughs> Real gross. Real gross to imagine how wet and slimy that whole situation is. <laughs> There's, <laughs> and then like so she she continues just explaining to Hellboy, you know, uh, he was doing great and you know he was the real deal until he started his concentration concentration started slipping, so he turned to drugs to help him get into his trance. Don't um, turn to drugs, guys. I know. And then they show you like him looking a little more, you know, he looks a little like emaciated. Like more so than he was yeah. before. He's smoking a generic drug cigarette. Yeah, he's smoking. So, yeah. He's smoking it. <laughs> yeah, I love like the swirls and the coloring of that one mm-hmm. panel. It gives you really that idea of like, whoa, he really went through some psychedelic yeah, shit. Yeah, and it's on this like green. It's got this green tint to it. It's pretty neat. Um, yeah, Hellboy <laughs> shouldn't use drugs. Shouldn't use drugs. I love that. As soon as I read that, I think I wanted to take a picture and send it to you, Kate, and be like, man, I'm surprised this isn't like part of like an anti-drug campaign. Uh-huh. And he smokes, like he drinks too, right? Does yeah, he? yeah he's like, like not, yeah, he's not sober by any means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, should, like he's almost, he's, he is almost like making a joke and yeah, yeah. he's just in his like great flippant way. Mm. And then we get this little great panel of him being like, geez. Yeah. And Before then we even like get this, to see what he's looking at. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So if it makes help, you know, he's heard all of this stuff like cool as a cucumber. And then when he finally sees it. I mean, not that that's a huge exclamation. It's not, you know, he'll never be like, oh, my God. But for him but to say geez, him. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him to say geez does take a lot. And then we see we see Mr. Todd with just this, like, yeah. this writhing. Is a, this is a great panel. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. good. Just this mass of Lovecraftian tentacle madness going on. Yeah. Coming out of his mouth here. <laughs> I imagine him just, he's just like sitting in a room that has only that chair in it. It's yeah. like a bare, disgusting room. And this, and this giant ectoplasm mess, it's gross as hell. Yeah. It looks right. like it sounds like, you know, Manny's being stirred or something. Like it sounds mm-hmm. like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like it's all sloppy, like gross, mm-hmm. wet tentacles. Like, wait, and- like, like this? 
Yeah, kind of like the listeners are gonna love that. Well, I want to get them in. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing it. This is like a 4D experience kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks fucking nasty, and she's like, "Well, so kind of just like, what do we do now?" Sort of a thing. And I love it. He says, "Well." I saw something sort of like this once. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's kind of interesting too, because this creature looks like it is, um, uh, I, I'm pronouncing it wrong, but the creature that we meet in seat of destruction, I hate mm. that I can't say it right now. Cause that's just not in my, my head's just not working, That's but, okay. but he, it looks like that. So that's interesting to think that he hasn't seen that kind of beast that, yeah. that Lovecraftian beast yet. Anung Unrama. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank I God, Kate myself. is here. I had to check it. So it's just like planting the seeds. I can I, I can I pop in with a question? Here? Yeah, of please. Course. So it the the first like appear like sort of Hellboy appearance has him modern day ish. Nineteen. Kind of it was in the nineties. Okay. Yeah. So then all of the stories after that are him, like when they throw in, start throwing in like the Nazi stuff and like all the stories after that he released are flashback kind of things or was it just kind of like a mix mix. the main storylines like wake the devil which we've we've previously done um that is going forward in time Mm -hmm. and then most of it is going forward leading up to hellboy in hell which is technically the final unless he continues after that Mm -hmm. is officially like the end of the hellboy series gotcha at least this main which Mm -hmm. started with seed of destruction at least at this point and and where we're talking when we're talking but there are throughout that several of these small stories that shoot back and show gotcha. you like little like assignments he's had and mm-hmm. and so forth. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That is fun then to see him be like, see this stuff. And then it's kind of like a little hint for the reader. If you've been, if you read that other stuff, yeah, here's a little hint. It's he's great. See it again. Yeah, yeah. You get to have like, <laughs> yeah, he does like a lot of these little like adding flavor sort of one-off kind of comics and stuff. Totally. So the drugs, drugs opened instead of the things that I freaking love because there's this movie, uh, talk about like Lovecraft. There's a movie called from beyond, uh, it's on my must watch list and I yes, haven't seen it yet. Yes. Um, and it, 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 I think it's very close to this. It might've been like an inspiration for Mignola here, but basically this crazy scientist, uh, creates a device that opens up a portal to another dimension mm-hmm. uh and lets these creatures come in from this other dimension um <laughs> and it like tingles your pineal gland they use it. it's like and it gets <laughs> sexual and stuff right oh, it gets all yeah, weird when you open it up um but it, <laughs> it, it it reminds me a lot of this because he's like normally he taps into the ghost world but he did these crazy drugs and now he's in some other ectoplasm world like lovecraftian you know pineal gland world where these <laughs> monsters are coming through um so I love that touch. That movie is amazing. It's really fantastic. A quick Google image search. It has it's some real gross. I've seen images yeah. through other documentaries and just, uh, and it's, um, it literally has been on my list it's, to watch. Yeah. It the, looks kind of like the thing. It's like pulling up the thing for me. Yes. That's the main doctor. He sort of starts having this crazy body horror yeah. happening. Uh, the director's name is Stuart Gordon. A lot of his work has been, Lovecraft based. He, he also did, did Reanimator. That's what I was gonna say because I've seen yeah. Reanimator. Yeah, was like I believe he did that. I think that was his first like kind of big, and uh, From Beyond is like the follow up to that. Right. Ugh, that uh, shit looks gross. Dude. I can't wait to watch it. Now. It's his little anglerfish fucking forehead. Yeah, is really yeah, yeah, yeah. barfing me out. 
Yeah, it's really wild. <laughs> yeah, it's, I love it. Does he, the doctor, I know he goes too far in opening it up. Does he use any drugs or anything? That, or? There's no drug use that I can recall in that. It, it was, was just, mostly just like mad scientist-y kind right. of stuff. Um, just some part of his brain is activated that yes, otherwise wasn't that, before. It activates that and lets you see what is there all the time. So sort of, sort of oh, like okay. uh, their dimension lays on top of ours, right? Right. So then it opens it, it up. It's very Doctor brain. Strange in that yes. way. Mm-hmm. So it opens up your brain to be able to see this other dimension. Um, but there's like these flying sort of worm monsters and things like that. Uh, yeah. And then That's the sexual cool. part is like once that machine is on and everyone's in the house, they all just start going Looney Tunes. <laughs> 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 and this woman all of a sudden, Barbara Crampton almost all of a sudden has like, this sexy out of nowhere, really this like sexy black leather sort of bodice and like is she didn't bring that with her. No, I don't think she that's packed from it. the other beyond. Yeah. <laughs> There's another dimension. It's all about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. I mean, all, you know, like I feel like Hellraiser is my main point of, uh, yeah. No, point of reference as far as sexual other worlds are concerned, <laughs> like torture. It is sexual. the sexual other world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah that, i mean what freaky weird dimensions are right right next to us at any given moment yeah or but, just in our uh, own minds huh? and then we see what i like about this too it's not just tentacles like there are these weird like textures that look almost like sea plants or something like they have these kind of reaching yeah. grabbing smaller tentacles coming out and like just funky looking little like coral or almost or like and it also anemone is, sort of things. And like what we realized too is that as Hellboys continue to talk up through this with her, is that it's incomplete. It's been stuck because yeah. he didn't have enough of his own juice for it to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so his like that's fluids, sort of his bodily fluids. Yeah, so it's like it's sort of that's sort of the, what's cool about the design too is it's incomplete. Yeah, it's like in its mid, it's somewhat mid formation. Yeah, which is very cool. Ugh. Sucked your boss dry. Yeah, he your says. boss. <laughs> Sucked your boss dry. <laughs> he just looks bad. He doesn't look so good. Um, and now it's stuck. Yeah. So he's got. He brings along a little arbutus. Is that how I'm gonna arbutus? Guess. I think you're right. But it says I love it. This is. Does it give you the little like asterisk? It does right? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I was like, great. Kate's gonna clearly. Google it. I'm of course. Follow those asterisks. You know I did. <laughs> Just like this Mediterranean plant that like, I, I could only find stuff that was like how to cook with it and stuff like that. I was trying to find like dried arbutus or like see if there was any like occult reference to it. I mean, uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't delve deep, but um, I couldn't find anything right away. It's just like neat, like a neat little thing for uh, that Mignola like always throws in something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's unusual of him to give an asterisk, I, f- I feel like. Yeah, this is the first time we've had one, I believe, yeah. in all Everything of our else reading. is kind of just like, eh, the like, you know, they'll figure it out or they won't. Yeah. It's um, very it's interesting. to include that. I wonder if it's a specific reference to a Lovecraft story that I just have not read. Could be. Yeah. Didn't cross Google it. But I love it. It's just in it's just sitting in Hellboy's little pa- one of his pouches. Yeah. And he just sticks it up at at these tentacles and they kind of like frame his hand nicely. They say, yeah, they're like Wah! Like I imagine if it could, it would hiss at him a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. yeah. I felt just, like it was like a, a like fleshy steel. Like, yeah. Cause it'd be like, I, I imagine high pitch mm-hmm. as well. Oh, or that's you're just cool. like, Oh, or just like 
draws like a shiver down down your back. Oh, that's great. Because I love her. Her response to its noise is a very like shallow, terrified, like like the, her sound bubble is in is wavering. It's yeah, like, it's not solid like Hellboy's. She's just like God. Yeah, yeah. This is that fear by it. I love it's that. Such a great panel. At this point, too, I started to think about like who this woman is. Like, why is she so invested? You know, they we don't they don't really divulge a lot of that. Right. I mean, like, there's some kind of history here that she has with this guy, this this doctor. And like they don't really tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. Is she just like but she seems very invested in him, like, he'll be okay, right? Like this kind of thing. Like, yeah. does she only care about the paycheck? Or like is she involved with this man somehow? Is she related to him, you know? And yeah, he kinda, totally. yeah, it gets like a little cult leadery vibe for me. Like the yes. sort of like she depends on him for something. Yeah, Either talking totally. to a dead somebody or Yeah. I don't know, or just, an assistant that's just like sort of like has made that assistant her life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like where you're just like, you didn't really plan for anything other than, oh, I'm this person's assistant. I get meals additional to my pay. Mm-hmm. I guess that's I my writer's I won't, uh-huh. I won't look for anything <laughs> else. And then it's like, a lot of times he's in a next, trance. I don't have to do anything. You yeah. Know? It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Why do you find something read? else? I like it. Yeah. I can spend my free time writing, you know, working <laughs> yeah. on some other hobbies I have. Oh, I have this psychosexual thing going on with my boss. So <laughs> I never leave. And I don't need to worry like, about it. He lets me have sex with the ghost. He lets me have sex with a weird ghost. I'm pleasured. So whatever. <laughs> That's what I, all of this shit's about, dude. It's all you need to be satisfied in Portland in 1979. <laughs> a ghost. In- What's keeping you here in Portland? <laughs> um, the ectoplasm. Yeah, oh. So he's like, he's like, you got a match? Like, he's still like very, very casual in the face of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Smoke from this stuff will drive it crazy. It'll be out of here in like two minutes. <laughs> I loved that, the confidence of two minutes. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, hell boy. <laughs> you said you've never seen anything like this. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> Just knows they hate it. So she tries to strike the match. And then as she's reaching over to light it, he does a little like a classic like what? Like it's right behind me. Like, yeah. Kind of Off of her look like just like, well, why you not exactly it? Looney Tunesy, but like just silly. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets grappled by these tentacles. They pull right. him up and he's kind of immediately choking. So here's here's a this is a big thing. All my previous interactions with ectoplasm, which is probably exclusively Ghostbusters, yeah, you know, uh, is like the it's interacting with him. It's like physically making touch with him instead of just like passing through him. Yeah, Uh, it just like straight up grabs him. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Slimer going through a wall or something and leaving like sticky residue. But he left. Slimer left that. I think that's the ectoplasm, though, right? Yeah, yeah. like Vakeman is yeah. covered in ectoplasm. He yeah. slimed me. He yeah. slimed me. Maybe there's more together, like in combined with our juices. That's what makes it yeah. form. Ugh. Can I? Yesterday I <laughs> went I to remove- L- Well, sorry. The, it just reminded me. <laughs> I went to the LA Haunted Hayride last night uh-huh. um, for Shannon's birthday, or else oh, I would have invited cool. everybody. I'm sorry, I didn't want to. You know. Anyways, um, listeners, you would have been invited. <laughs> Otherwise, we yeah. would have invited. I swear, uh, there was an Evite just didn't get sent. <laughs> so they did this. They did this like fun attraction where you're like close to. You're like walking through this thing. I, I won't give away too much of it or whatever. But then at one point, this guy was like. Um, I had like a piece of candy. I had a lollipop in my hand and this guy was like, come out. And he's like, wait, like wait, doing, did they <laughs> give you the lollipop? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Lollipop? So I had okay. it from, I had it from earlier in this like experience that they had set up. 
Um, so I had it in my hand and the guy comes out and he's like, like making gross noises and stuff. So I hand out, I stick out my hand with the lollipop as a gesture of giving it to him. And he wrapped his whole hand around my hand and it was wet. Like (laughs) it had like, I was like, dude, I hope this is Purell. Like it was really, really gross. Uh. And he just slapped a bunch of goo on me. I was like, did you have that goo (laughs) ready? Were you going to touch one of us or something? Cause they're not supposed to touch you. Yeah. And I wasn't gesturing in a way. It wasn't so fast as to, for him to think that I was like going to hit him or something like that. I was just like, and I was like a couple feet away from him, so I just like held no. it out. He got my hand real good. Ew, I was like, I don't like that at all. Scru- oh, me neither. <laughs> yeah. Ew. So, anywho's, that's what I guess. I How get dare he? I, I mean, hope he's fired at the I end of the season. Hope it's, yeah. I fucking hope it's that ride. I don't he probably know, gooed like twenty people. He, yeah, I'm sure he did, and he was probably like at the like when they were changing at the end of the day into their normal people clothes. Yeah. You hear that, <laughs> listeners? If you work at a haunted house or a haunted hayride. Don't be gooing, people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're probably, you know. They got a limited supply of goo. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Anywho, Well, Hellboy's covered in this goo because yeah. this thing's got him real, he's covering him completely, but he's really confident holding on to that arb- um, artibus. Yeah. he Because uh, that's his last little, you know, that's, it's like. The only way he's going to get it. It's yeah. monster deet. Uh, yeah. It's like a citronella candle for freaky HP Lovecraft monsters. And yeah, we see this like cool little panel of the match going out as soon as he gets grabbed. Yeah. Um, but he's still like, you know, desperately reaching out, trying to get her to light the fire. And she just throws the match. It's not like she. Yeah, <laughs> like, she just goes up, she just like, it. Lights a magic yeah. throws it at him. Yeah. It's like pure luck that it made it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I mean, yeah, it just wasn't Hellboy's time. And then it immediately starts combusting like super fast. Yeah. Um, I love too that. And this is, I think, something he does a lot of, like, how layered the panels are, right? So mm-hmm. this one at the bottom here. And you even see it in the the cover of the thing that Kate just gave you. It's yeah. like, it's Hellboy, then that, like, ghoul or that Grim Reaper thing. Yeah. And then... That's Rasputin, just Oh, so excuse know. me. <laughs> Rasputin. <laughs> um, mm. And then behind Rasputin is, like, all the tentacles and shit. Like, yeah. he does that so well where it... He gets across so much just through like layering. Yeah, it's yeah. still so clean too. Like I feel like like a lot of artists might do that in a way that makes everything so busy, but yeah. he is he manages to do it in a really yeah. like he's so conscious of the composition of each mm-hmm. panel individually yeah. and like the page as a whole. Yeah. And like he's able to do that without it being confusing. Yeah. It's and you think about great. some of like going back to like the Marvel stuff, when they had those splash pages, you're like, wow, it's so cool. There's so many dudes in one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like, they are just chaos. Yeah. Too. It's just yeah. Utter it's ridiculousness. Like, he does it with such simplicity that it's really, it's really great. I like and, it, and it causes different effects because in this one that you're pointing out, which I agree with you is lovely, is that the lettering, I love that the lettering is actually a far, it's the only, it's the second layer. Yes. You have darkness, then the A's that are symbolizing the creature's scream. Mm-hmm. Then you get the smoke and the arbutus. And yeah. that's amazing. Because to me, that gives me the 
idea that that its scream is filling the space in this tiny this room with them. Yes. Yeah. Like it's like you can feel its its yell. I love that. Yeah, for sure. Like the neighbors are like about to call the cops uh-huh. <laughs> if they haven't. They're like, one more, mm-hmm. ah, and I'm gonna call the police. <laughs> I swear, I, never I swear, do. Susan. Yeah. Susan, if they yell one more time, if they, if they have that screechy yell one more time, I'm calling. Bro, shut up. We live in Portland. Everyone's screaming all the time. God, Annie needs to move that for sale. Car. That car's been out there for sale for how long? Now? <laughs> just, just watch the TV. And why do we talk like we're from Jersey? <laughs> we came to Portland with dreams of prosperity. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so uh, uh, this, this, yeah, this next panel is my favorite. It's really great, thing. amazing. Uh, this, this like his hand up in the air, like almost like holding the sword out of the water or something like that. But he's holding yeah. it out of the the gobbledygook of tentacles. Yeah, and it's like expanding around him. It's like when you put like. Have you ever seen like when you drop like a little droplet of soap into like greasy water or yeah. something and it like it just separates and mm-hmm. parts away from it? That's what it kind of makes me think of. Like it's kind of like a liquid reaction moving away from this. Yeah, like oil and burning. vinegar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's better. <laughs> no, that's what you, you made me think of it. Um, and what I love, yeah. and I did not catch this, and it's a it's a small detail, but when I read it today, I just didn't catch it was the letter. The I love how the scream, the A's off of this creature's scream, the coloring is surrounding the, uh, Todd, Mr. Todd. Yeah. I love that. He's bordered by that. Oh, yeah. It like it's makes amazing. it be like it's emanating from his person completely. Like it's not just from his, like the creatures coming from his mouth, but the sound is like, so like you were saying, so surrounding them. Yeah. And that's what it like makes me like every cell in his body is reverberating with this gross, creature coming yeah through. have you ever seen uh invasion of the body snatchers the yes. 70s version mm-hmm. okay see no, it i will it's actually i got homework dude from beyond it holds up it's awesome it's, it's great legitimately yeah. and it reminds me you know this that final scream at the yes, end yes. that's what this awesome i'm now hearing by looking at uh-huh. these these three panels of it filling up mr todd while the screams happen i'm like oh it yeah. sounds like it's that. definitely that sound it's like it's human but also not human at the same time is it like harmonious kind of screeches like multiple voice kind of thing or like you gotta watch uh, i gotta watch wait. it and we'll talk all yeah. right I, will. I have i have the blu-ray i brought it over the other day and we didn't pick it but oh I'll, shit it's like pick it next it. time yeah it's i watched it alone like last year for the first time and i was like this movie is so good yeah it's really creepy it. and unsettling throughout yeah um and like does Takes like what they did in the fifties one, but then adds like weird special effects and body horror. Mm-hmm. But the twist at the end, well, you know, it's been out forever. There's a twist at the end okay. that, that leads to this moment, and it's mm-hmm. like a truly scary, horrific, like iconic horror movie moment. Yeah. I gotta watch yeah. it, and it like sets up for like a. It's like you just end in a great horrific because yeah. it's like now we're in a. You live in a horrific world. It's mm-hmm. not just a yeah. moment. Yeah, <laughs> this is my to do. Uh yeah, but this is your this whole page is amazing, and I love how like th- this is what's cool is I don't know how I just wish I had the mind of an artist sometimes like to create this stuff because there's three panels and they sort of it's like one one really long uh, vertical and then two short verticals right yeah and in each one we get it progressively as this creature with Hellboy presumably inside of it is sucked back into Mr. Todd's body and he gets fatter. Like, yeah. he just widens for it. But the panel <laughs> at the top... bloated with this thing. Yeah, he's bloated with it. Ugh. In the top panel, her her dialogue goes along with each 
of those three. It's like perfectly laid yeah, out. Yeah, you have this great diagonal here. Because she's like Hellboy. That clearly is with the first one. That yeah. her just, uh, as it's getting sucked in. And then Mr. Todd, as he's just bloated. And it it's creates so that perfect. effect. Like it makes it, it's like this going down the drain, kind of like yeah. narrowing into this small point of his mouth here. Like he just does it so, he makes it look so easy and it's yeah. really not. It's <laughs> so <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, And you wonder like, when did you come up with that, or how many tries did it take? I mean, he's just a genius. I think, like, he I is think a genius. Magnolia is like, yeah, an actual genius. He's an artist. He's an amazing artist. He's great. Yeah, yeah. He has yeah. that kind of forethought and like storytelling in his mind, and like drawing the reader's eye through each page uh, is as fucking impeccable as ever. And then. Ugh. And then it's just this poor Mr. Todd. Who's like, <laughs> it's so, this is, I didn't see. So we had talked about this off mic a little bit. Can yeah. I bring this up? Please. The title of the comic <laughs> is Goodbye, Mr. Todd. And I'm a true fucking idiot. <laughs> that like, there's always, when there's a title of something, I'm just like, I do this with movies all the time. I was like, there's a title of a movie that's telling you essentially what is going to happen. <laughs> And I never once think, oh, that might happen. Yeah. You know? But then yeah. when it does happen, I'm just like shocked and surprised. Yeah. By like, it. <gasps> just like, oh, but then I look back, I'm like, oh, of course, this guy's going to fucking die. Yeah. yeah. We're saying goodbye to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. I Some, mean, you do, you just yeah. feel bad for the guy. Yeah. Even though he hasn't said a word, like, this just looks like a bad way to go. Well, true. Mm. It's like, it was his livelihood that got him in this trouble. Yeah. I don't feel like we are introduced to Mr. Todd as somebody that was trying to exploit anything. He right. was a me he was an actual yeah. medium. Yeah, he was legit. He was doing it for reals. Then he lost his focus and he did what like a turned lot of people drugs. do. You turn to drugs or something else He's to trying like, to self medicate. Try yeah, self medicate <laughs> or bring it back. Yeah. yeah. And he got into trouble. Opened up some shit that you shouldn't have opened yeah. up. Yeah. It's a and sad then now he fucking died for it. Yeah. Dude. And, and he's like dies in a way of just like being obliterated, just shattering into mm -hmm. dust and like yeah, he looks like he turns into like just uh, like porcelain almost. Yeah, yeah. like Ugh. he starts to like flake and fall away, and then kind of similar to I guess the garbage blowing in the Portland wind outside. Yeah, and then the whole time there was this whole story about this poor poor Mister Todd. <laughs> And Hellboy's fucking reaction to it is just like, damn, sorry about that. I exploded this guy that you yeah. had a relationship with. And all he says is he's standing and he's so casual standing. He was like in this monster. He clearly was in the, in a sense, inside of Mr. Todd bloated and yeah. crumbling apart into nothing. And he just goes, geez, never seen. You never see something like that coming. <laughs> gross. So gross. He got sucked into Mr. Todd and that like when I first read it, I was like, is he was he just behind him? But he's got a shirt on yeah, over his mm -hmm. trench coat. Like there's no question. He just got like sucked in and into the shell of yeah. Mr. Todd and still then it fell holding away. the arbutus. I yeah. love that little touch. Yeah. So so good. Oh man, sorry about your loss. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. There was nothing we could have done for him. Yeah, so yeah, he's kind of like at the end of the day, he's like we at least that thing didn't come forward and stuff. Yeah, and, and sure, it's like uh, I guess yeah. <laughs> just leave her to like pick up the piece, literally pick up the pieces. Yeah, her like, life, her whole life that she's just, surely dedicated to him yeah. for years and years. And then you have that quick panel of like 
sort of like the creature, but like almost a jellyfish form. I imagine or, like a little microorganism kind of version of yeah, it Yeah, and it's like, well, that still exists. That just got rid of it for now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like living in its little world wherever, wherever yeah. it was. Yeah. We got to see the final, what I, it actually looked like. From the images I've seen of um, From Beyond, it, I feel like that panels close close to what they look like yeah, in that movie it's a lot of like strange like weird eels and jellyfish kind of thing like that's what oh, yeah. we're able to like kind of make yeah i'm excited to watch it it's great do you own that too yeah i have, it. I have a problem i might <laughs> grab that from you. i actually would love okay. to borrow that from you too yeah, that yeah. I, you. I, I have a library at home i could so i should start. his movie collection is impressive very nice it's impressive it's a yeah it's so a, you brought over a little chunk to my house and it's just like but it was like 15 Blu-rays of like amazing horror movies. And it's not even a, it's not even a, it it's a, like a small, a small chunk, chunk yeah. of your collection. <laughs> like it's really wild. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I say good It's for not you. a problem. It's a passion. It's a, it's a passion and a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Every passion is a problem. Yeah. yeah well, think this about is a big it. topic in therapy for me. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh boy. Never mind. <laughs> We have, we have we have there's another podcast on this network we'll refer you to. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Probably thank for you. issues. Yeah. Not, at least it's hey, dude, out there. we're all here because something's wrong with our brains. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. I assign value to things and then attach it to my soul. Hi, that's a okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, none of us would be here doing comedy if we didn't have something, you know. Yeah, something very missing. True. Thanks. Some chunk. I'll yeah. uh, send that in an email to my mom. Yeah, just right. make sure you give your mom that update. Yeah. Yeah. But this <laughs> don't be wearing that shirt in the in a picture that you include. Please yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Um, but this ends just on a close up of uh, Mr. Todd's face when he was alive. It's a poster, yeah. With the poster. It's just the end. Yeah. It's it's short, sweet, and gross, and you get a lot out of it in like eight pa- eight pages or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's really incredible. Um I'm with you hundred yeah. percent on that. It is is very incredible that that much in just eight pages occurred. Yeah. Such a for it's just like a I love people love short stories out in the world. I don't I'm not a big short story reader, but I love a good short story in a comic form. I love yes. it. Can't get enough of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can do something like this where you know, if you're reading serialized week after week, month after month comics, yeah, you you have to stick on it and you don't remember, you know what I mean? This boom. Yeah. I just read eight pages. I got a completely contained story. I read it in 15 minutes and and got everything I would out of any 30 page comic or whatever. Yeah. It it's great. He's, he has these great like like uh, I, I've referred to like his freak of the week kind of comics before yeah. a bunch of times where it's like really you could just pick up any one of these early stories and be like, oh, cool. I get the flavor of this story completely. You know, each thing is such a good example, like a nice, concise example of what what the entire like what the larger story is going to be. I don't know. He's just great. He's just yeah. great. He really yeah. is. Dang, I like this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> any other final like um, thoughts or favorite panels or favorite? Well, you pieces? said this the panel here. Yes, the the uh, when he he's sort of the the light has been struck and he's kind of getting sucked in there. I really love that. Yeah. Um, and I think this is just maybe a general Mignola thing where everyone he draw, draws illustrates. I should say every every character is looks rough like they look (laughs) like they're having a hard time right and i love how also that that he treats the subject matter right is it's just another day in the office 
you know, not even for, I I don't know. I don't know if I remember any where Hellboy goes to like normies, quote unquote, like people who in the way that like a Ghostbusters would where they, yeah, I know we keep making that comparison, but it seems there's a lot. I've yeah. I, the, people compare the movie itself even close to yeah. Ghostbusters, the movie. We're like Ghostbusters are going to normal people who are experiencing this insane thing happening to them. Hellboy is a, a, a crazy thing that exists in the world, and he's going to other people who live essentially in the same world. Yeah, that he's yeah. So there's never this moment of, um what's happening? Like, well, this is so wacky. You know, it's just like, no, we're, we're on the same page. It cuts right to the our, chase. Our base reality to put it yeah. in the improv world. Yeah. We're all on the same page. This shit's real. And, and then, so then it just lets it play out to its fullest potential as opposed to just having these moments of like somebody just in complete denial yeah. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're going to, it's going to be a while before we get to the movies, but that is like my big difference in, in, Oh, loving the comics versus thinking the movies are okay. Mm-hmm. That's a major difference to me. Yeah. Is that they're like, everything is in denial and our world. And it's like our world being like, not told things yeah. I mean in black style. And I'm more into this where I'm like, he just walked up to this theater and this woman was not at any moment. Like, Oh, what yeah. are you? And yeah. why did the, why were you saying she called him? Yeah. She's, she's like, yeah. I need she the Hellboy. The Send him. Like, yeah. Yeah. I need a demon to come save yeah. me. Call yeah. the bureau. <laughs> yeah. Him, yeah. Yeah, so I'm it's with really you on cool. that. It's Agreed. really cool. It's one of the best things I think that makes the series above all other, uh, above many others. Yes. Uh, what about okay. you? You got a favorite panel? Ooh, my favorite panel. If I had to say my favorite panel, as I quickly, I think I'm gonna go. I'm a weirdo. I'm gonna go two of them. I the panel that uh, Luke called out with the really displayed the layering with just the letters mm-hmm. that um, horizontal on the bottom. I think that one, I tend to go with these quiet panels or panels that have t- weirdly don't have our main character in it. Yeah. Or I think the first image of the creature in Mr. Todd, the yeah. one that caused him to say geez. I think that's just yeah, beautiful and horrific yeah. and understated, but gets the point across so much. Yeah. It's his version of that splash panel thing. Yeah. That yeah. like is is so, I mean, I remember reading it the first time. It's so profoundly different than any like mainstream Marvel DC comic that I, I have ever read. Mm-hmm. And I'm like a surface level fan at best. Um, but yeah, it's just like so cool and interesting and new. Yeah. I love it. It's great. What about you, Kate? Did you have a favorite? Yeah. And I or guess any favorite dialogue I really do like this establishing shot of Portland, Oregon, and like the little panel right next to the title, Goodbye, Mr. Todd. Like, I think it just gets a lot across, you know, it just on a like functionality level. I think it's just really neat. And then, like, the tone is immediately, you yeah. don't even have to look at the rest, and it's like, Oh, I know mm-hmm. where you I am. You get what kind of day it is, you get like what the temperature is and like yeah. the time of year. Yeah. And then, like, um, but I also really like when she is explaining to him kind of what's hap- been happening when like these panels where you, they show him with the ectoplasm, like escaping from his mouth initially and the ghost coming Mm -hmm. forward. I really like the, those two as well. I just think like he's showing his, the way that he draws like that energy. Look, it looks a little different from the other, like it's not like Kirby crackle. It's not like, it's not like the way he draws fire. It's like, he's making these distinct markings to indicate that this is something different. And um, it's just neat. It's yeah. cool to like see how he's trying to convey that 
convey different kind of consistencies or mm-hmm. like energies or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the perfect combination of like style and the substance of what their the story is. You yeah. Know? It almost, like a lot reminds me of different kind of thing, but like over the garden wall. Right. Where yeah. The style of the animation and the art is perfectly matched with like the story that they're telling. And like he nails that a hundred, like totally. And it's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Oh, yeah. Never keep saying it's good. I love it. I know. That's what this podcast is for. This entire podcast is that. It's us praising it. Yeah. Uh, That's wonderful. I love it. Um, uh, There's not, I mean, I just like the tone. His classic tone of dialogue is Mm -hmm. still there for Hellboy, that nonchalance. Yeah. Here's a question you may have covered before, but I know you want to say for the movies, but like when you read the comic now, you guys are pre fans from the movie do you read it with ron perlman's voice in your head that's funny because i think we had a guest on that i believe jason said he only hear or is it somebody yeah, he could no only he hear heard off. rasputin as the actor yeah mm. um i hear i hear it differently yeah although i do think ron perlman was perfect casting i don't hear, i hear it dif- differently yeah. in my head yeah he'll, I, I, he'll ne- I, ron perlman will never be the voice i hear hellboy I uh, probably did when I initially started, but I think like, I don't know, just reading so much of it and the character is pretty, not like completely different, but like has enough differences from the movie, from the movie version to this version that it like starts to kind of quiet down a little bit, like Mm -hmm. still gruff. So like sort of, especially at first, because that was my first exposure to Mm. it, Um, but not so much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. From my memory, there was an element of the character from the movie where he was very the uh, in the comic he has these quips right but -hmm. he still has these moments where he is taken aback yeah and in the i don't remember in the movie ever he's just like nonplussed the whole time just like this wisecracking kind of Mm -hmm. caricature almost of like what it could be yeah I would go on, but I'm saving. Oh, yeah. save it. Because <laughs> I agree, or maybe I don't, mm. but we got to let the listeners got to wait till chronologically we hit those movies. Yeah, of course, you must. Yeah. You must. Yeah. But I, you, those are great thoughts on it, Luke. I think yeah. that's great. Um, great. Any suggestions? I know we said a lot of things as we went through, but any suggestions for our listeners on what, based on what we just went over, that stirs up for you, think the listeners should read, watch, or see? All right. Um, there, I'm trying to think of like some good because like horror. I am a I am a horror movie maniac. Um, think of it. There's a lot of horror movies that have great seance scenes, um, and there's one that is a, one of the best haunted house movies I've ever seen. I think it's just part of like a great addition to the genre. It's called The Changeling. I um, know The Changeling. Yeah. It's George C. Scott, right? George C. Scott's the lead actor, um, and it's like. It's a hard movie to watch because it involves him like losing his family and kind of picking up the pieces after. Um, but there he moves into this house. I f- this is going to sound crazy. I think it's in Oregon, but I might be way wrong. That's wild. Um, <laughs> I think I might be way wrong on that. Uh, but he like was a New York composer, moved to like this out of the uh-huh. Out of the way. Anyway. Seattle. It's in Seattle. So yeah. close. Close. It's though. close. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, he moves into this haunted house and gets sort of wrapped up in figuring out the story of the ghost that lives there. And there's this really incredible seance scene that they do. Um, 
uh, no ectoplasm, unfortunately. The movie came out in 1980, so I think their ectoplasm <laughs> budget was low. Um, but it's a really great seance scene that kind of reminded me of Mr. Todd in a way. That's great. Um, it's 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 a good watch. It's really good. It has some really chilling moments. I tried to Ooh. find it the other week, and the only place I could find it on was YouTube. Yeah. I have it on Blu-ray. Okay, great. <laughs> of course you do. Of course I, I shouldn't do. even have bothered. Yeah. My friends back in Utah, I had a friends that were like really like that movie. So I've I've seen some segments, but I've never yeah. seen the whole movie. Yeah, it's it's I'll it's put it really on my good. must see. Mm-hmm. Freaky. And for you, Kate, anything that stands out that they should read, watch, or see? Um I wish I had comic book suggestions sometimes, but I don't have right now that pop up. I mean, now, I mean, just for me, I have homework. I got to watch From Beyond and I got to watch <laughs> Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So I guess watch that along with me and then I'll blab about it. Hopefully I'll have watched it by the time, you know, this yeah, totally. stuff. Um, um, I think the only thing that's popping into my head and I probably maybe even have suggested it already is Guillermo del Toro. He has a movie called The Devil's Backbone. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Great movie. Um, it has go- I, mainly it's just popped in my head for this for some reason with ghosts and with talked so much about ectoplasm yeah and he gets brought up every time you talk about hellboy but i do think it's for me it's his best movie it's it's really incredible yeah um and if and a lot of people haven't seen it because they only know him by hellboy or pan's labyrinth Mm -hmm. and now shape of water of course all great all have their own value sure but like i think devil's back backbone is perfect yeah and it ties nicely with with mignola because there's a criterion release of that blu-ray and mignola did the artwork. The I did not know artwork. that. Yeah. It's really great. It's like, uh, what? Yeah. I'm going to have to look I'm, that up. Yeah. I, Holy hell. Thank every, you for that info. Every time I say something like <laughs> where I feel confident, I now think maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that it's. <laughs> no, you're, I think you're uh, yeah. totally right. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. You're totally right. Oh, I'm going to have to look really, at that once cool. we're off mic. Yeah. That's amazing. Great. That's good to know. Thank you for that info. Yeah. Um, listeners, we'd love to hear from you about your thoughts on Goodbye, Mr. Todd, and anything we talked about today. Um, you can email us at ah crap a hellboy podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at ah crap a hellboy podcast. Twitter um, is ah crap hellboy. And you please subscribe, rate, and review. The reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you podcast will bring other listeners to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, we love it here on Campfire Media, but we need your help to get out there with to um, share it with somebody else. Where, though, Luke, can our listeners find or follow and hear more from you? Oh, sure, yeah. So um, I perform at the UCB LA Theater on Herald Night. Uh, that's like Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays. You could just go to the website and look up the schedule. Yeah, <laughs> go see yeah. City Hall. Yes, my team is called City Hall. Um, otherwise, I do uh, write uh, for College Humor. So every once in a while, you might see me my writing come up on there. Watch College Humor in general. I might also appear in videos sometimes. Yeah, um, and I have Instagram. Uh, you could follow at Luke Robot One. It's just the number one. <laughs> And most of the time, and you go there today, you can see concert footage from the current, the most recent exhumed concert. Of from course. Yeah. A lot of gore metal. It's pretty incredible. Course. The yeah. closest thing I've done to gore metal show-wise is Guar. <laughs> Guar I is, saw Guar by myself when I was ooh. like middle school. Yeah. Because no one wanted to go and so I wanted scary. to go. I go it to, wasn't that scary. I had a great time. They're yeah, so right. poppy. They're like pop gore. Yeah. They, uh, their music is like verges on that kind of like 
fun punk kind of yes. stuff mm-hmm. uh, with like a lot of the metal, but the show is just incredible. Yeah. So um, fun. Yeah. I go to shows all the time by myself because I have very few friends who are metalheads in the way that I am. So you got to find one I or two freaks it. to go along with you. Uh, I'll go with you to some of these things. Okay, cool. Jess won't. Just oh, I'll believe yeah. it when I see it. Yeah. Oh, but definitely go see City Hall because like Luke is really modest about it, but he's a real freak at improv. He's so, so good <laughs> at yeah, it. Dude. Um, it's it. incredible to watch. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> he's warming and beautiful. This is a perfect time to sign off as he's very bashful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Luke, for um, spending the time with us. This was great. Your Thank thoughts you were great. Me. Yeah, dude. Um, and to our listeners, goodbye and... And... <laughs> Godspeed. Via con Dios. Wait, what are, what are, I'm sorry. You usually say you, we love you. Oh, I, also, I love you. <laughs> uh. Hey, Rachel, Oscar. Yeah, yeah Claire? Claire? Do you love Disney movies? Uh-huh. Have you seen them all? Not, Not all, all of them. them. What do you guys think if we watch them all in chronological order and then talk about them? Ooh. Oh, and what if we could talk about it with some of our favorite friends? <gasps> I love that. Yeah, what if we do it Inside the Disney Vault? You know, that's the name of our podcast, Inside the Disney Vault on Campfire Media. Yeah, check us out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to yours. That's Inside the Disney Vault. Let's go. Woo! Campfire.